Welcome to the Craft of Shadows podcast, based on the novel The Jewel of Nineveh by Dewish Basiti. Discover new content and subscribe to receive updates at craftofshadows.com. Now, on with the show. Chapter 3 The Tale One Day Ago The thief startled awake and into a low crouch, muscles clenched and his hand on the hilt of his dagger. Sunlight was streaming in through the high bullseye glass windows and dappling the stone walls with hazy golden circles. A terrible gong was being rung and its echoes reverberated painfully in the fog of his throbbing, wine-sodden head. What is that hellish racket? The old man stirred, and with a groan sat up. He reached for a cord that descended from the ceiling above his head and clawed at the loop attached to its end. The gonging ceased, and the ringing in the thief's head slowly died away but the throbbing did not. What the devil was that? The thief pushed back his tousled hair and squinted at the old man. The old man yawned and rubbed at his eyelids with the backs of his hand. You've seen the measurers of ours, water clocks and their like. I saw one in a garden once, a rich man's dwelling that I uh, visited. The old man nodded. My timepieces are much smaller than that. With springs and gears, I measure out the hours. And this one I have attached to a gong, so that I do not oversleep and can begin early in my workshop. The thief wrinkled his nose. I like to oversleep when I am able. Early to bed, early to rise. That is where productivity lies. You do well to follow my example, young man. You are still young enough to benefit from good habits. Come, let us visit the market for fresh bread and take some tea. Then I must return here and continue my work. They left the workshop. The old man working his combination lock with his back turned secretively after raising a suspicious eyebrow at Manu. They walked for a few minutes until they reached a trade district. The streets were lively with rustling robes of the bustling crowd, merchants calling out the virtues of their wares, vegetable vendors polishing the speckled skin of stacked watermelons, the charred cloying scent of apple skins toasting on bubbling shishas lay as a thick fog around the stall of the tea man. They sat cross-legged on a geometric-patterned rug and sipped at the piping hot amber infusion as they ate their morning bread. The old man had paid for both without asking, and the thief had accepted with a silent nod of thanks. I must return to my workshop. What will you do now? Manu rubbed his ribs, tender but not as bad as the day before. The night on soft rugs with a full belly had been easy on him and he felt much restored. 
Still, there would be no leaping around for at least another day yet. Look for some kind of work or opportunity for my um, talents. Things are different here from any other city I've visited. It'll take time to adjust to your customs and rules. Take care, Manu, and watch your step. Vashir shook the, she the, the thief's hand and gently touched his forehead to the younger man's. Then he rose and shuffled off. The thief swirled the last of the tea leaves in his cup and watched the old man disappear into the crowd. You too, old man, and make sure you're inside after dark from now on. He spoke softly and swilled down the rest of the tea and left the stall. He tied the end of his headscarf around his mouth, hiding his features and blending in amongst the sea of turbans and headdresses tied in many different styles. Only his grey-blue eyes picked him out as a foreigner. But in this cosmopolitan city, he wasn't unique in his uncommon colouring. He wandered around the streets, which, aside from the flattened markets and courtyards, all ran up to the higher heart of the city, or down to the walls, and out to the fields. Sloping fagstones worn and shiny in the middle and with a channel to catch the rainwater where it fell. Broken pathways had been repaired with newer stones laid upon them, the city rising on a mound of its own history as the centuries passed. Some crumbling, plaster-faced buildings seemed to sink beneath the streets, their doorways opening down into the shadowy spaces beyond the curved archways that sheltered them falling beneath chest height and requiring visitors to stoop deeply to enter. The day wore on, people working in cool tea shops, shutters half drawn against the rising sun. The streets were full as brain donkeys laden with sacks clattered and skidded down stone stairways. In the trade quarter, men worked bellows or heave barrels on and off carts, rolling them to and from warehouses. Girls, rarely alone unless they were working, would pass in groups of two or three, their headscarves held demurely against their cheeks, casting their gaze down rather than meeting the stare of an inquisitive stranger. The thief spent the rest of the day walking through the different districts, pausing at each place where he saw men sweating over their tools. But no one had worked for him, with no practical skills to offer. They asked him if he could work metal, or leather, or wood. They asked him the same questions each time. He told them he was strong and fit. But they pointed to the rows of men kneeling in the cloistered square, surrounded by its pillars and arches, and told him that they were all waiting for casual labour. The city overflowed with men like him. They said he should join the queue if he wanted to lift and carry. They had nothing for him. The evening came again, and the shops closed, and the stalls packed away. Shutters were latched, and tidy shopkeepers winched in their awnings. The thief slouched into a tavern, and found a quiet spot to nurse a cheap beer, 
bought with his last coin. He grudged the easy happiness of those who had come to swill a few jars after a hard day's work. They told good yarns, embellished memories and the general gossip of people who lived so closely packed together. He listened to people grown ebullient with freely flowing wine, listened to their troubles and lives and worries and their stories. Then he heard one that made him sit bolt upright. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Craft of Shadows podcast. More details at craftofshadows.com. Copyright 2020, Dewish Pasiti and Vinkto Publishing. Title music by Turku, Nomads of the Silk Road, at turkumusic.com.